Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am Cheryl Glick, your host and author of my newest book, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which shares a contemporary look at the world's social landscape of dysfunction as a result of a separation from our natural spiritual nature and offers ways to find our path back to an integrated physical and spiritual renewal for success in this life and beyond. Today I welcome Dr. Julie Brown Yao, author of the Body Awareness Workbook for Trauma. Hello, Julie, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Julie, as listeners of Healing from Within are so well aware, my guests and I share intimate insights into the true nature of being or our duality and spiritual as well as physical elements to living a healthy, positive, and successful life journey because we must empower all aspects of our energy and our awareness of higher consciousness Learning who we are is the key to accepting, allowing, and flowing through all life's challenges, ultimately to find peace, health, and love. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Dr. Julie Brown Yao, a psychologist and developmental trauma specialist at Compassionate Care, ALS, blends her unique approach with clinical psychology, physical and subtle body energies and spiritual perspective in discussing how to heal trauma. She will share how a traumatic event, such as an accident, act of violence, abuse, or any form of childhood trauma, may leave profound psychological pain, including post-traumatic stress, anxiety, or depression. Trauma can alter the nervous and immune system which leads to a multitude of physical symptoms and disease. We're going to discuss ways to reconnect to our bodies after trauma, cultivate calm, and find lasting emotional balance. Julie, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, place, event that may have shown them or others the lifestyle they might seek as an adult. For often... The person we are to become is already the person we are at the beginning of life. So think back mm. for a minute. You know, I had a great admiration of, of my dad and his martial arts at the time. I know he was one of my heroes. Yeah. And martial arts. Yes, martial yeah. arts te- teaches great discipline and respect for the soul and the physical life and nature and all aspects of universal life and energy. All right, yeah, so he was important to you. He showed you much more uh, about the world and the universe, I would gather. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. He's a wonderful man. He's still a wonderful man. You're wonderful to have had that start because many people like us who develop into uh, intuitive healers and seek to help others, uh, didn't have that start. They had trauma and difficulties at the beginning, which led them to want to help others. So you had someone who was already on this path, and, and that was a great gift, I think, to you. 
Uh, let's talk That's about, right. Yeah, I think so. Let's talk about where trauma starts for most people. You mentioned developmental trauma that emerges when basic childhood needs are not met, and it's one form of trauma. There are others we'll discuss. And I would imagine, mm-hmm. personally, in one way or another, each child loses a small part of their soul being in growing up and being socialized to the rules and regulations of uh, society and their families and everyone else's needs and opinions and direction. And now we are living in a time where there's a greater number of children with anxiety, depression, and autism than ever before. So tell us something of this. Well, you say, you know, um, and I write about if we don't get uh, a on needs met as a child and of course it's a little bit different for all of us how we perceive those needs not being met so not held enough not feeling seen enough nourishment not being held being mirrored when we aren't receiving that internally it feels a little threatening especially as a young child and then if that threat isn't soothed or calm then that's what can turn into what we call developmental trauma. Yeah, I, I know. Have you... to be about. Mm-hmm. Go, go on, go on. Developmental trauma doesn't have to be about, you know, being hit or being abused in any other way. It can be really about the things that we don't receive that we really need, and so our body remembers that and remembers that level of threat, and that can create all kinds of symptoms like anxiety or panic. Um, yeah, well, you know, you mentioned the essence of trauma as described by Bessel van der Kolk, an expert on post-traumatic stress, and he talks about dissociation, uh, which is a uh, response to trauma. And uh, this can happen, uh, it's like a switch connecting you to your body, and it could be turned off when you are prevented mm-hmm. from receiving or or perceiving what you think you need, and I, I have seen. I know. I I kind of believe that almost every child has been exposed to some sort of um, feeling insecure when they were told they did something wrong, or they're uh, not pretty enough, or good enough, or smart enough. Or, and I I hear it. I listen all the time to interactions with children and adults, and I hear so much of this type of talk and anger Mm -hmm. coming from caretakers and parents and teachers simply because they have their own issues and they're not always aware of the damage they're doing to a child. So I'm going to say in my, I was a teacher, elementary school teacher, I'm going to think almost every child on the planet has experienced some form of developmental trauma different degrees of course Uh, but the body does remember every cell is connected to every other cell and when other triggers or situations happen again even when the child is a teenager or an adult it's going to set off those responses and the body is going to react and it's not enough to just say to the child or the the grown-up oh just forget it or you know don't focus on it let's not think about it because the body 
is going to react. So tell us how somatic psychology helps us understand the connection between trauma and mental health issues such as depression and anxiety. Well, we look at, as you say, the body remembers. And so we look at what we call implicit memory or somatic memory or unconscious memory, that if there's a trigger happening in adulthood, um, or something happens in our adulthood that could trigger that implicit memory from childhood, then we have we could have possibly a traumatic response coming up and we want to be able to address that and that was the reason that I wrote the book so people could understand that connection a little bit deeper and have a number of exercises that they could begin to do on their own or to work with with a therapist. So we first want to begin to cultivate a relationship with our body that feels safe and connected. A lot of people who uh, have had trauma or are suffering with trauma of, don't have a very good relationship with the body in the sense that they don't really feel what is going on because it feels too scary to feel. So we want to develop some level of safety and connection to begin to deepen that relationship. Yeah. And then depending what age the trauma happened, what age we were when the trauma happened, there's different ways to then begin to address the symptoms or to get underneath the symptoms to the root cause. Yes, and you have given in your book many self-soothing methods and ways for the body uh, to react in traumatic times or when a, a switch is turned on again from a past trauma. And you also say that somatic psychology has shown bodies do hold on to trauma and can trauma can manifest in physical symptoms such as pain hormone imbalance sexual dysfunction and addiction and we certainly know how much of that is happening in the world nowadays and uh, building on this knowledge we need to learn the simple skills and advanced skills that you give in the book to help people uh, work through because as you say your most sacred and important relationship is with yourself and that means living as an integrated and interconnected and spontaneous and embodied being grounded and at home in your body and uh, right, yes, I write about that you do um, and there's more yes. people living in a state of numbness you know, people are sleepwalking. A lot of people are sleepwalking through this world and they are numb because they've been desensitized by the media, social media, uh, television, and, and all kinds of other the machines they're using, the Internet. And so many people have lost their awareness of what they need to pay attention to. In order to heal a trauma, sometimes we have to become aware of it and it's buried, and we have to do some work uh, to get it to the fore of our front fore of our mind, and so we can correct and find ways to let it go. Right? So it, it takes a little work and effort. Eh, it takes more than a little work and effort, actually. So tell us about your physical, biological, and subtle energetic bodies, because I know your dad was an Aikido teacher and I am a Reiki master teacher and understanding the universal laws of energy as well as knowing, knowing we are spiritual beings having a physical life can help us to work past 
any challenge or trauma. So tell us something about that. Well, first of all, we want to be able to, like I said, cultivate a relationship with our physical body. And then uh, as we do that, we are cultivating a relationship with our emotions also. So we're able to feel them within our body. When emotions come up, we don't want to push them down or split them off like we may have had to have done as a child. We want to, them to be able to come up, to be very present with them, and allow them to release or flow through us. So they come, they stay a while, and then they dissolve or diminish. And emotions, of course, feel our energy within our body. So feeling both the physical and the energetic is really important. In, in my book, there's many ways that I teach people, give different options and being able to do that and being able to do that with another person as well is really important. Trauma is relational, so we want to be able to maybe work with another person as we are cultivating our capacity to be with emotion. Yeah, you give a very nice grounding exercise. <laughs> you know, years mm-hmm. ago when I first started this work, 25 years ago, they talked about grounding, and I had a little trouble understanding that concept. So you give a nice grounding exercise where you talk about beginning to sit in a comfortable, supportive chair because it's very important that we begin to understand the state of our body. I was told many years ago to start with yoga, and that helped me to learn the language of energy and to begin to quiet my body because I was very fast moving and to start to feel the subtle movement of energy through my body. So can you tell us about sitting in a supportive chair and how we might start to ground ourselves? Well, I believe the exercise that you're talking about is to simply sit in a chair and to be able to feel the chair beneath you Mm -hmm. and to begin to experience yourself being held, right? So you can feel your legs or your sit bones, and then you look around the room around you, so it's also a very present thing, so we can be here right now. And sometimes that's what people really need to begin with, is to feel some sense of connection, right? Connection to the body, connection to the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, your feet are contacting the floor. You can feel yeah. yourself sinking into the chair. The chair is either hard or mm-hmm. soft. You're either comfortable mm-hmm. or not comfortable. Uh, you become aware of your breathing. This is very, very important. Tell us mm-hmm. about becoming aware of your breathing. Uh, again, it's depending upon what a person is working with in the moment. So it's not just about, oh, become aware of your breathing. The breath can give us many clues to maybe what's happening within us. When some people mm-hmm. hold the breath, some people have a difficult time taking an inhalation. Mm-hmm. So we want to begin to notice some patterns, and really just noticing isn't going to heal necessarily, but it's going to give us some information. Let's go on. Uh, you also said, I like this, it's simple and it works. Find an image of a person smiling broadly and smile back. This can have a calming effect on your nervous system and your body will begin to feel a sense of safety because we will notice that children who have had developmental trauma often don't smile much or have a blank stare, blank face, blank stare. So it's important for them to start once again to connecting with people. 
and they're going to need some help with that. So while this sounds simple, it might not be simple for someone who is suffering from developmental trauma. And then you go mm -hmm. on to um, discuss other traumas. There's intergenerational tra trauma, and there's mm -hmm. also um, um, acute or shock trauma. Tell us something mm -hmm. about that. I don't think there's anyone on the planet who has is not experiencing some form of this. Yeah, I think everybody, you know, as a human being, experiences some kind of trauma, whether it's the trauma I was speaking about earlier, where we don't receive some of those essential needs, or we have a shock trauma, like a loss or an accident or a surgery or a fall, something like that. Yeah. And not every one of those incidents is going to create trauma, but if we don't receive what we need, need afterwards to allow us to come back to a sense of calm, to come back to our self, if you will, then it's possible that trauma um, can yes. come up in the body. Yes, and it can have far-reaching consequences into the future. Uh -huh. Recently, my husband mm -hmm. had a bad fall, and he, um, and he had uh, 55 stitches in his forehead, his, mm -hmm. It was cut and opened the wound, and it was very frightening. And um, he's been very quiet ever since the event. And I think he is reassessing what he went through and lots of things that, um, you know, he might want to think about in response to how it happened. And, mm -hmm. and uh, I read about this after I've, I read your book after he had experienced this and I know that uh, I as a healer was giving him a great deal of extra time and attention because I could see mm -hmm. the change in his energy so uh, I'm going mm -hmm. to ask people out there uh, to be aware of people they love uh, who go through different traumas car accidents uh, injuries loss of a job or relationship and to, to, to be kind to them, to just give them some extra attention and don't be so judgmental and thinking you know exactly what they need because maybe they don't know exactly what they need yet and we have to be open to many possibilities. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think that that's lovely. Anybody that is in some kind of situation that needs some tender loving care to be able to be present to people to inquire maybe what it is they do need if they mm. don't know yeah. yes yeah. to be able to ask that question mm -hmm. and perhaps just be patient and wait in time they may they may tell you what they need and we don't want to overdo it by being over aggressive and and you know thinking we know exactly what it is because these traumas can be quite deep yeah so let's that's right a lot of people don't really know that they are suffering with yeah a lot of people and that was book to let have all kinds of symptoms and don't really understand or know where these symptoms are coming from right the idea was you know to begin a deeper exploration yeah exactly we have to begin we have mm -hmm. to put in time, and we have to be patient and allow uh, what needs to be addressed to come up and not bury it. As you said earlier, we can't keep burying the problems. We have to let it come up 
and seek the care and attention we need. Uh, what would you like readers of the Body Awareness Workbook for Trauma to take away with them after reading the book? To have a greater sense of body awareness and connection to their self, their core self, to be able to feel their emotions a little bit more deeply, to be aware of if they do have trauma, different ways to begin to heal or to heal that trauma. Both psychoeducation is important as well as the exact direct experience of healing. So there's both, you know. People often say to me after reading the book or after reading the book that they have a lot of hope, a lot more hope. Um, yeah, we always need hope. Where they haven't had hope. Yeah. Yes, we mm-hmm. need hope. We do need hope. And uh, by reconnecting, you say this, with the life force that remains bound within you after the trauma, you're optimizing your ability to heal and grow. For me, that is to know your soul your energetic soul, your eternal soul, and it can help you overcome the physical challenge of this physical world. Uh, So we can be integrated uh, into the body of energy, heal the immune system or emotional and social capacities, and um, we need to allow our body to go through everything and to really feel all the emotions, the trembling that might come up after an accident. It's normal for the body to go through these things, and we shouldn't try to hide it or resist it. So I like that, right. you, that you, you said you're, that. You're reading a, a few of these things that you're speaking about. You're reading from the book. Yes. I really think we need to put it into a greater context of understanding. Sometimes trembling may happen after trauma, and that would be a normal response. Sometimes in the healing um healing journey at some point that trembling may come up it's a natural part of the body's response to trauma Mm -hmm. yes that's what people have to know the body will respond and everything it's okay for for it to go through this it's normal it's natural and it's it's needed it has to happen so i want to thank you dr julie brown yow author of the body awareness workbook for trauma of giving a well-detailed practical definition of developmental trauma, acute or shock trauma, and intergenerational trauma, along with the encouraging suggestions that the body has an inherent will to heal. And uh, you offer many exercises to address becoming well aware of your body's energy and ways to calm relax and engage in healing thoughts and actions to restore vitality and the immune system. To read more about life force energy trauma and healing, go to juliebrownyau.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, I hope listeners have come to understand that most people in our lives are dealing with a form of trauma from either their childhood, family, or an acute shock trauma and will need help psychologically, physically, emotionally, and spiritually to heal by releasing the trapped emotions and energy within. 
Unfortunately, many people will just expect you to get on with it. Don't be a victim and push it out of your mind. But the body is holding this fear and trauma, and we must help the body by providing as much support as possible. Uh, positively uh, and effectively shown in this book and by consistently working on ourselves to improve our health, release stress, allow and accept the past, but not allow the past to diminish the vibrancy and love we can create in this present moment. Julie and I would have you know that there are many benefits to exploring your inner life and the repressed memories of fears or any developmental trauma or acute shock trauma. For in finding exercises that allow you to let go of trapped energies, you will come to know we are souls of love and infinite possibilities, and we are able to heal our body, mind, and spirit and raise our level of awareness. The journey of life leads us to discover our human birthright, which is to be able to feel and transform all emotions and be whole. Begin the process for the rewards you will find are well worth the effort. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing From Within and author of A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which shares how we may understand the complex happenings in today's world, not so much as political, economic, social, religious problems, but a disconnect from spirit and universal energy, and we offer ways to know our multidimensional life force. Go to my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to visionaries and leaders in metaphysics, science, spirituality, psychology, medical practitioners, educators, and people in all walks of life. Share ways to know life, death, and creation in its finer aspects. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.